These are the Keishi Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. And welcome to the Keishi Tapes podcast. I'm John Hewlett with... Favaz. Hi, John. Hi. Hey, you and I did an interview with a Beatle together. Big deal, man. Yeah. I mean... Uh... I don't know if you know this, but I sat on a couch with Paul McCartney before. Yes. And uh, yes. it's one of the reasons why I harbor some ill will towards you. That's the only reason I harbor ill will towards you. You got to meet, shake hands, talk with an actual Beatle in person. Yes, and, I did. And the greatest one of them all, probably. For, for sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Paul McCartney. Now, uh, but when we interviewed Ringo, which was. Uh, September, I think, of last year, 2021. I mean, we were both kind of like, oh, my gosh, it's 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 Ringo Starr. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We were, it, it's a big deal. We both were nervous before the interview. Yeah. I've never interviewed him. You you never interviewed him, no, have you? I don't think I did. No. no. Uh-uh. So, uh, you know, it was over the phone, and it was, uh, it was pretty cool, and he couldn't have been nicer. Yeah. Really. And by the way, uh, the interview you did with... Paul McCartney was the very first Casey Tapes podcast we ever did featuring that interview, right? Yeah, it's it's on there, so just search yeah. out the Casey Tapes, and uh, it's episode two or three or something like that. I, mean, I, oh, I don't it think, I think, first? I think Sammy Hagar was the first, Oh, okay. uh, and, and then uh, the McCartney one. So. Okay, so let's get to our interview we did with Ringo Starr about a year ago. This was in 2021, right? A little, little more mm-hmm. than a year ago. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ringo, how you doing? I'm doing good, thank you. It's Favaz and the U-Man, and I have to tell you, we don't get nervous for anybody. I mean, I've been doing this for 30 years. John's been doing this for 45 years. But the chance of of talking to a Beatle, especially one that we have never talked to before because we've each interviewed Paul McCartney, I mean, it's a big deal. Yeah, I I interviewed Paul McCartney on the phone one time, but that was was part of a, a gang interview with other people. So it doesn't so count. I didn't. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't feel real special to me. So. Don't you think? I think it is for you. Yes, <laughs> I talk to myself all the time. <laughs> Ringo, um, hey, um, is it possible that the world has been mispronouncing your name all these years? You spend it. You spell it with two R's. Shouldn't it be uh, Ringo Starr? No. <laughs> what a dumb question. <laughs> Way to lead off, John. Yeah. Okay. Right. Just thought I'd throw a little level. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just uh, accessing star. Star. Star, yeah. yeah. How'd you come up with that as opposed to Richard Starkey? Well, I was Richard Starkey, and I was in Rory Storm and the Hurricanes. We got an actual job where I turned into a musician. I didn't have to go to the factory anymore every day. And um, we all changed our name. And I was wearing rings and jewelry. Then, and people were starting to call me, hey, Rings, you know, you got a nickname because ah. you're in neighborhood. And when we went to this holiday camp to play, we decided to change our names. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to call myself Ringo. And it didn't seem great, Ringo Starkey. And so I thought, well, I'll cut the key off and add an R. So it became Ringo Star. Yeah. yeah. And there you have it. Awesome. How about that? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. I don't know if I've ever known that. I did not know that story uh, until uh, yeah. we talked to him. And yeah, it was, we got something out of him, John. Yeah, we know yeah. where he got his name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Ringo, you have a new EP that is out uh, on September 24th. It's called Change the World. It's got four songs on it. Um you know, you, it must be nice, especially during the pandemic uh, and everything, that you have your own studio that you can do this stuff in. No, no, it's a godsend. 
Um, you know, it kept me going. I have my studio here. And I get the chance, you know, to hang out with musicians in a, you know, in a very serious way. We look out for each other. We have uh, been vaccinated or we're wearing masks you know, like all last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, 50 years from now, if we'd ever have another pandemic, or 100 mm-hmm. years from now, mm-hmm. somebody or next hear, year. Yeah, <laughs> somebody will hear this interview and go, wow, yeah, they had a, well, that was in the middle That's of a pandemic. Right. Wow. Yeah. And you broadcast from your home, and I came in every day during that pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, well, we had to be separated, so... <laughs> And, you know, that's what I love to do. And, you know, I get down that we didn't play live, but I'm afraid that's how it was. Yep. And um, so I can come over here and uh, some musicians come over and we play together or, you know, we're sending the files around now. Like uh, on uh, Coming Undone with Trombone Shorty on the EP. Ah. We, uh, Linda, who wrote it, Linda Perry, who wrote it, she put a backing track down and she also did like a, a vocal solo, which sounded like a trombone. And um, we thought, we should put a trombone on this, and who could, else could you call? So we called New Orleans, and we found Trombone Shorty and asked him, would he like to <laughs> participate in my track? And he said, sure. So we sent him the files, and not only did he do this trombone solo, he did a whole brass section for me. And that's the magic of it for me, you know. That's neat. Uh, you I know- didn't know... So I, I just wonder, you know, he mentioned Linda Perry from Four Non Blondes, and, and she is a big producer, and she's a writer, and she wrote songs for him. But are, are they are they nervous when they meet a Beatle for mm-hmm. the first time? Yeah. You know, they've got to be. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, you don't want to let down Ringo Starr. Yeah, I know, mean, they're in the McCartney. business, yeah. you know? So Coming back, it would be so full, so just great. Mm-hmm. So uh, we always thank him for that. And a lot of... Doing the EP is great because, you know, you start and it doesn't seem like you're never going to end. Like some, sometimes you're doing an, uh, an album and, uh, you know, 10 tracks. Sometimes, ah, oh, by eight, you think, when is it going to end? And you've got to do it. But uh, with the four, we can have a lot of fun. We can hang out and then we can get it out. And uh, then I get this great opportunity to talk to you guys and 8,000 <laughs> other you guys. <laughs> so so uh, also, beside the Let It Be reissue that's coming out, which is just amazing, yeah. you also have the Get Back documentary about the Beatles that Peter Jackson directed that will be on Disney Plus at the end of November. I mean, uh, have, first of all, have you seen the Paul McCartney special with uh, Rick Rubin, 321 McCartney? No. You have not, where they talk about you, okay? Um, it was I done- know, but I... I haven't, I haven't seen it, but I've just done Rick myself. Oh, really? So, wow. you know, Rick I've known for a long time. He's, uh, you know, he's from L.A. or he's been around L.A. And I actually did, uh, I played for Tom Petty with, when uh, Rick was producing the album. Ah. And so, I, you know, I've sort of known him. So people, are all, a lot of people are talking to me about uh, Paul's version, uh, interview with Rick and Anyway, I did mine, and that's it. But I still haven't got around to listening to Paul. So now I think you're giving me the impetus. I oh, will. I think oh, you should. Wow. Well, really- you, just, you just inspired Ringo Starr. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, I think it was done in black and white, that special. And, um, you know, it was Paul at the piano or, mm-hmm. or bass guitar, just just playing old tunes, talking about the recording. And, you know, it, it really... 
I mean, compared to the documentary that we're talking about that was yeah. on Disney Plus, I mean, there's nothing that compares to that. That's really good, and I know you've seen it too, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. but this uh, this Rick Rubin special was really cool. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Oh, you haven't? Good? No. I thought you saw it. What's it on? Again, it's on Disney Plus, yeah, and I don't it, have it, that. it was on. Uh, it, it's it's been released. Uh, well, we're coming up on a year today. Yeah. As a matter of fact, or it's the, been released on some other way to see it. Uh, I I would think so. No, oh. but yeah, but I, I remember I watched all the these different thing. streaming things and what's on what. It's just frustrating. <laughs> I'm an old Ray, man. Stay off my lawn. I want charter. I want charter to carry everything because I know the channels by heart. Good, and they uh-huh. talk about you, and it's just it's it's cool that they can uh, you know bring the bass line up and you know take certain vocals out. They do it in front of a board. It's kind of cool. I think he knows how it goes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. thanks, John. So I go from inspiring yeah. him to shitting on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just just, just <laughs> insulted his intelligence. <laughs> As much of uh, intelligence you can insult for a drummer. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, he was just the drummer. Although people say he was one of he was a great drummer because he was he kept it simple and and consistent, and that's yes. all they needed. You know, and as that's, opposed to somebody who might have had an ego. If if you watch that documentary and you you're gonna get to see how much he drank too. I mean, he was just out of it. Mm-hmm. No. But yeah. at the same time, it was just like uh, Ringo was definitely one of the Beatles. He was he was right there. Yeah, you know, George Martin. Yeah, yeah. We're speaking with Ringo. You went on Yeah. You know what's great for me with Giles and our music now? I mean, the remastering is just incredible for the drums. Mm. You know, oh, you can now absolutely hear them now. You know yeah. what I was doing. Yeah. Uh, so I, I mean, I is. Giles started with his dad, of course, because George knew every take we we ever did of any everything. And uh, now Giles, you know, many years has been doing it himself, and he's doing such a great job that it's uh, I love it. Good. We're speaking with Ringo Starr. That's right, the Beatle, Ringo Starr, the former Beatle. And, and Ringo, <laughs> there've been there've been documentaries uh, on you guys, and books written, and magazine articles, and everything. What is it like to be one of the most famous people to have ever lived on the face of the earth? Great, <laughs> <laughs> great, great. <laughs> that is awesome. Come on, man. expound on that answer, Ringo. <laughs> He's not. He's got no, no, I mean, you know. Yeah. I, you have to look back. It's how it is. I mean, it's just, you know, we. I was, you know, I was in a couple of good bands, and then I ended up with the greatest band in the world. And that's, yeah. who yeah. knew it would get this crazy, and it did. Uh, you know, and I always thought, you know, when the four of us played, it was just like the best space on the planet to be in. So... You know, besides being famous, I was in all of those spaces. And uh, with the joy of, of playing with John, George, and Paul. Um, and, you know, I have great memories of that and the emotion of all of that. And, you know, the other side of that story was we worked really hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're working, we're working. The other side of that is that, you know, I was telling someone the other day, you know, if Paul hadn't have been in the band, we'd probably have made two albums because we were lazy boogers, but Paul's a workaholic, so uh. he'd give us a... John and I would be sitting in the garden, you know, taking in the, uh, the color green from the tree. <laughs> and um, and uh, the phone would ring, and we would know, and, hey, lads, you want to come in? 
let's go in the studio. So I've told Paul this. He knows this story. That you know, we made three times more music than we ever would without him. Because he, he's the workaholic and he loves to get going. Yeah, and yeah. He, once we got there, we loved it, of course. But, uh, oh, no, not again. <laughs> <laughs> what, a great, what a great answer. Yeah. Paul was the yeah. man. Yeah, just that whole segment right there, the last yeah. 45 seconds, just made the entire interview that I was lucky enough to be a part of with you yeah. feel special. Yeah. Because he gave... He is the man, and then he gave that answer to just from his heart, you know? Would you mean that it's not special enough that we were in a studio together holding hands and thinking pure thoughts, John? <laughs> oh, that's not true, folks. Oh, uh, sorry. sorry. Ringo, just yeah, uh, remember when we did the interview, uh, we were in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> oh, remember, oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, we weren't holding yeah, hands. No. Does a day go we by? Do yeah. Does a day go by that you don't think of George and John? Yeah. Doesn't mean I don't love them, but some days yeah. you're just into whatever you do, and then some days it really hits home, you know. Yeah, something comes up. I do miss John, and I do miss George, and they were my friends. And you know, besides musicians, they were my friends. And you know, I like to tell you, I'm an only child, and I had three brothers. You know, hmm. and uh, wow, yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah, it was just the best for me. So, uh, Ringo, what, what's it like to have as your brother-in-law Joe Walsh? And I know he's played in your All-Star Band, and he's played on this EP coming up. But um, it, it would—that's it, that's a weird combination, don't you think? I do. I mean, some days it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> How can you? I love Joe. I loved yeah, Joe before sure. he married our family, and you know, I loved his guitar. I mean, he's one of the most foremost incredible musicians uh, around today and he mm -hmm. has been for many many years you know and then he decided to buy this tube and put it in a talk box and yeah, this uh, is bob heil uh, tube the talk oh, box right mm -hmm. and bob heil from the st louis area over in um marion yeah. yeah. illinois mm -hmm. yeah i'm gonna do that he invented it right yeah that, you know i mean he's inventive i mean his guitar playing no one can match hmm. no one I know can match the way yeah, he plays. He's, he's no. I tell you, we saw the Eagles mm -hmm. and Vince Gill and Joe Walsh going back and forth on their guitars. Vince Gill's just as talented as Joe Walsh. Vince Gill's great. Wow, yeah. that was it was incredible. Like I said on the air, there were times they were going at it so hard on stage. If you closed your eyes and you didn't know it was an Eagles song, you'd have swore you were at an ACDC concert. Really? That's how high energy it oh, was. That's that neat for, for a period of time. Yeah. yeah, and there's so much soul, and you know. I, I love Joe. He knows that. I tell him every time we speak. Um, but, you know, that's all I can say, really. You know, I got lucky and got a great brother-in-law. Mm -hmm. You sure did. All right, Ringo Star R. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for spending time with us here on KC95, the oldest running rock station in America, 54 years. Oh, my God. It's younger than me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah almost been around as, as long as the Beatles. But, hey, don't forget, your EP is coming out, Change the World, uh, the Let It Be yeah. issue. And the, well, brother. Yeah, and All Get right. Back documentary, uh, you know, directed by Peter Jackson. Cannot wait to see that thing. Yeah. And, Ringo, just uh, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Hey, thank you, brothers. Take care. Peace and love. Right Peace on. and love. Ringo Starr. Thank you, man. Wow. That was, that was fun to do. Yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, what can you say about him? I mean, he was he was a beetle. Yeah.
Look. Yeah, I know. That's, that's all you have to say. That's it. He's a beetle. Right. Only four people in the history of the world have l- reached that level of of notoriety. I mean, yeah. I mean, there are other very, very famous people, but I would say that Paul McCartney is the only super duper superstar <laughs> on the face of the earth right I, now. I agree with you. Nobody's more famous than him, and Ringo is second. And as Ringo said, it was great. <laughs> it was great. Being famous. <laughs> All right. Hope you enjoyed that interview, folks. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at STLUman. On Instagram, I'm Johnny Hewlett. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Casey Guy and Facebook at Casey 95 Favaz. See you later. AMF. The Casey Tapes with You Man and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app.